This week, Asuka pulls double duty, Cody gets knocked the fuck out, and NXT limits the Limitless. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host, Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. You can find myself on Twitter at Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. And you can follow the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, how you been, bud? We had to watch a lot of wrestling, so let's just get going. Let's get the ball rolling. (laughs) Well, before we get into it, man, I have to say... Happy 75th birthday to the genetic jackhammer, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yay! Yeah. Uh, Yay! 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 Speaking of Vince McMahon, let's get right into AEW. Um, Dynamite was the same night as NXT X, not starring Vin Diesel. This didn't feel like an event at all. It just felt like a regular Dynamite, which is fine. I just thought we were going to maybe get a little bit more. It was supposed to be. Do you know that? Now, I know you're an AEW hater, so I'm backing I'm, up the AEW I'm not, I'm not yes, hating. You are. I'm yes, just you criticizing are. them as much as I would criticize the WWE. You can't have wrestling when the NBA playoffs go on. Like, with this whole bubble, they were I like, whatever, that. we're going to go saying, after. Maybe do something a little bit special that night. Are you kidding me with special? Do you even know what happened? Did you even watch? Well, let's get into it. First match of the night is FTR versus Private Party. This is just a hot open, no entrances, which is fine. Um, it's great to see FTR like actually in action and not like a, in an eight-man tag match. That's kind of cool. They're good. They're good. Yeah. I liked it. It was enjoyable. Uh, who were they with? Tully, uh, Tully Blanchard yes. was with them? Blanchard? Yes. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of cool. I thought it was Elrig at first. <laughs> yeah, no, I dig it. Well, so after that, we get an amazing promo from John Moxley on his thoughts on uh, MJF, which I really liked. Uh, after that, we got a really funny rebuttal with MJF doing his little uh, presidential speech. Um, and after that, we get right into the next match, which was the Butcher, the Blade, and the Lucha Bros versus Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, and the Jurassic Express. It was fine because of what happened at the end. Yeah. The match was okay. Like, it wasn't big and groundbreaking. But what was happening is basically, like, them coming together, which I'm okay. Eddie Kingston's sweet. The dude is awesome on the mic. I never knew who this person was. He has passion. Like, what he's saying, I actually, like, sit there, I'm like, oh my god, like, this guy, like, really cares, and he's really putting it over. I dug it. I'm sorry. I dug it. I thought I had to Google him. I was like, who is this motivational speaker? Like, what is this? Well, you don't watch (laughs) AEW. Folks, are you hearing that? Yeah, I'm calling you out. I don't care. That's fine. I said I didn't know who he was. I get it. You don't know. You well, I, I, well, because I only started watching Dynamite regularly since we started the show back up in January. I don't know if I've seen him at all. Yeah, he came back today that night. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah, get off my ass. Whatever. Brian. Oh, man. I'm already heated. Well, you should be. A nice little fun exchange between Orange Cassidy and Jericho. Love it. Uh, yeah, that was fun. And then we have the Elite versus uh, three Dark Order random members. Uh, this was cool, but Omega just snaps again. Like, I don't get this. Every single time the matches end, you see someone 
is has a kerfuffle with someone else in the elite every time. Well, you know, because they're the leaders, like they created it, so people are always going at it. But the best part is, is no, this is great because Omega needs to turn heel, and if he's going super heel like he was in New Japan for a little bit, dude, this is awesome. Like him turning like that is great. Like I am on board. Uh, the young bucks are the young bucks, whatever. The elite. I hope they break up. I hope Omega and Hangman, like, I think that's going to be the big thing, the big tipping point. I dig it. And also, it's almost like Omega is going to go off on his own, and Hangman could, like, kind of hang around FTR, which is awesome. That I agree makes with you. sense. I think FTR and the Hangman work better than Hangman and Omega do. I, I just took this as a swerve because I thought this would be coming out with Omega being the face and Hangman, because Hangman's really been pushing the heel gimmick uh, or like being on kind of like the separating side of it. Uh, this just kind of took me off guard of him actually being the one to turn heel. Yeah, dude, I'm pumped. <laughs> Next is the uh, the finals to the women's tag team tournament, the Nightmare Sisters versus uh, uh, Evelicia. Is that it? Yeah, and uh, it Diamante. Was, it was fine. It was it was okay. Like it, Brady Rose is getting better, but you know the big is she? the way the big weak point with AEW is their women. So, yeah, it was a sloppy, quick match, yeah, and it, the the two women who won, I don't even know them. Like, <laughs> there was no build for them at all in this tournament, I don't think. They were doing it on dark matches, which is kind of weird, because they were trying to mm-hmm. build it up, but they only did it on dark, so... Yeah, don't you think you'd at least have the semi-final matches on AEW Dynamite? Like, that would have made sense to me, that way you get a little bit more, because I didn't know who these women are, I was like, oh, so these are the ones who are losing to Rhodes. No, nope, yeah, not the absolutely. case. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you on that one. All right, so let's get to the main event of Dynamite. The TNT Championship match. Cody Rhodes defends his title against Brody Lee. The bell rings, they rough and tough around, and then Brody just kills Cody with a clothesline. Love it. (laughs) No, I love it. He ended him. This was great. This is what Brody Lee should have been in WWE. He should have been mega pushed. This is a mega push. Cody Rhodes understands that. He takes it and then gets put in a stretcher to sell it even more. Then Brody Lee destroys him, dumps the old belt that he stole from Cody uh, Rhodes, dumps it on top of him. This was great. This gives the Dark Order the mega push they needed. It's legitimately pushing Brody Lee for like the first time. Like, this is great. I love it buried Cody Rhodes. I thought all this was great. And yeah, the rest of the night was just like, yeah, it's, it's an AEW show. But that ending just like catapulted it and i was like no. this is awesome well you don't like cool things so it doesn't well, matter I liked folks. It. it doesn't I matter what brandy has I to say about it. it i thought it was fine i i liked it when they they even snuffed out brandy road what i didn't like is you leave art anderson alone maybe he doesn't need to be roughed and toughed you I'm know i'm fine with it why not you you've watched old people get beat up in in wwe so no like, I'm, I'm, I love so, it. I'm totally fine with it my thing is is what if like zelina vega poisoned cody and that's like really how it went that's not how it went they're not in the same company brandon <laughs> get out of here no i i did i didn't i like the finish but i don't think it redeemed the rest of the night it was still yeah, it good yeah it did no yeah all right it absolutely did i don't care i don't care you can disagree with me all you want Whatever, dude. So we're going to get right into NXT TakeOver Triple X, not starring Vin Diesel. First match of the night, Triple Threat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Could you slow down for a second? Can we talk what? about Thunderdome? Uh, well, we're, well, we'll talk about Thunderdome when we get to SummerSlam, because they didn't use the Thumber, Thunderdome in NXT. That threw me off. Like, they're hyping up this Thunderdome, and I'm like, okay, NXT, and then it's right? just a bunch of X's. 
And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I go to Pornhub? Like, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. Where's the Thunderdome? And apparently you have to be a main event roster I, I know, to experience right? the Thunderdome. I was really looking forward to Karrion Cross's entrance in the Thunderdome. I thought they were going to do something pretty sick. Nope, not the case. So yeah, we'll get right into the triple threat match for the number one contender for the NXT Tag Team Champions. It's Phantasma versus Brazongo versus Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Uh, this was on the pre-show. Fast-paced match, but it was only fast-paced because you put the fucking clock in the corner. We know there's only 10 minutes left, and they still got a wrap-up of promos. We know this is going to be done soon. Why not just not put a countdown down there when there's a match going on in the pre-show? Agree. I, I don't have anything else to elaborate on. I agree on that point. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, uh, Raul Mendoza, I think, was very impressive in this match. He did a couple really cool kicks and flips that I thought were awesome. Uh, and the finish was pretty good, too. Brizango ends up winning. Can we talk about how great it is that Fandango and, like, they won? Like, Tyler yeah, Breeze? Like, can they should be tag team champions. Like, main roster. But no, they're got, they got to go back in NXT and finally get a chance to show their skills. I'm sorry, this grinds my gears. These two have a good stick, they have a good gimmick, they're good on the mic, they're entertaining, but they're also great in the ring, and for some reason Vince is like, nope, I don't want them, we have too many tag teams in WWE as it is now, we can't fit them. That's my rant. No, I get it. I agree. I was super excited to see Brizango win it, because I thought it was going to be Phasma, because they've been kind of pushing them lately on TV. Yeah. Next match of the actual event is Finn Balor versus Timothy Thatcher. Man, I miss this Balor. Like, this was a good Balor match. I think this was probably one of Balor's best matches in a long time. This is what Balor's been doing in NXT. These matches he's been putting on in NXT is the Balor, the Prince, that are awesome, that are elevated, that are so good, that I didn't even know who Timothy Thatcher was. I was like, dude, are you the Rainbow Six character? Where's your EMP <laughs> grenade? But no, like... I'm watching him, and I'm like, dude, that guy's tooth is weird. I do think Tim Thatcher is just going to be a jobber. He's not going to go anywhere. Like, I'm sorry. That's what I got from the match. Yeah, he's developmental, poor developmental. Yeah, he's not going to do it. He's not going anywhere with that character. But the match is good. It's it's one of those NXT matches that you're like, yeah. Now, what I would really like to have happened, instead of Gargano being in the ladder match, I wish it was Thatcher, because I don't feel like Johnny Gargano should have been in that ladder match. And I think oh. those two could have had a better story and a better match to kick off. And that way that you could have a ladder match with all these new guys. But that's just me. This was a little bit more of an aggressive baller. Uh, he did a lot of more like technical moves. There wasn't a lot of showing off between either competitor. I, I liked this match. It was a good match. And I think that's because we got to see a little bit more of the wrestling side of Balor than the storytelling side. But he did it against uh, Priest too. Like it was more hard hitting. There wasn't a lot of yeah. like cocky spots. Like, this is the Balor character that is a main event superstar. And they're not doing the stupid... Like, Balor had to have looked at him and been like, can we stop with the demon stuff? You're calling me the demon king? No, that's not it. I, cre I did that for pay-per-views as like, this is awesome. You guys took it and you're like, he's a king of demons and buried it. <laughs> right. Well, the one big shout out I do like is that they gave both uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, Finn Balor wins on NXT 30. Like, cool props to them to be able to be a part of the big event and actually get a win t tonight. And next is the ladder match for the vacant NXT Championship match. It is or NXT American Championship. It's Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano, Cameron Grimes, and the Velveteen Dream. 
if there is a shortage of metal in America, it's because of Damien Priest's outfit. Yeah, he had a lot of chain mail going on. I'm like, dude, is this guy going to fight a dragon? <laughs> like, I don't know. But before the match, and I, I kind of forgot who I predicted to win. I think I said Priest. Now, folks, I could be wrong. But, like, I kind of had that feeling, like, out of all these guys that came to the ring, he's the one that should probably have a belt on him right now. Because we're not putting it on Velveteen Dream. No. Because of, you know. <laughs> you know. Like, we have no idea what's going on there. I saw someone posted a thing saying Touch a, Touch a Teen Dream was his new name. And I'm like, <laughs> so he's toast. And, yeah, it was awkward watching him because I'm like, this guy's kind of a piece of shit. Like, I don't know whether it's cheer for true. him. Like, right. But is he not guilty? Like, it was weird. Then yeah. you have the smelly guy, Cameron, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, gross. I don't like him. Me neither. I, he's a jobber. I, I read him as a jobber. Um, well, Gargano, I don't think he knows that yet. Gargano, I'm sick of, and then who? Uh, see, I like this little bit with Candice Del Rey. I thought that nope. was really cool. Hated uh, it. Bronson hated Reed comes part. out, dresses it up. Well, of course you hated it. You hate everything about Gargano. I thought it was entertaining. Um, I thought it was a good way to do it. I like how he got his kabumpins with Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed was wearing the Bam Bam Bigelow outfit. Bronson Reed. I, I like Bronson Reed. I like him a yeah, lot. He I had think the last event we watched him with uh, Tony Nice, and I thought it was a great match with him too. I think he's incredibly talented. I think he's a little green yet. He just needs a little more time. But I do like him. Big thing I did notice in this ladder match, and I texted you this. There was a lot of standing around. When people were waiting to do spots, I caught like five or six times of people just oh, yeah. standing there. And I'm like... You guys look really bad just standing there. Could you do something? Right. Well, they're not, not only that, but they're also standing up. and It almost looks like they're talking to the developmental talent that's cheering them on. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are you like? Gargano had like one that I was just like, yo, what is happening with this? Yeah. Like, what are you like? Dude, you're one of the most veteran people in there and you're just standing there. Like, do something. Um, You like Candice Del Rey? Like, I... I, I mean, I'm not saying she's the most talented, but I liked the bit that they did with her coming out there and doing the things she did and then getting her comeuppance with having to be squashed with Bronson Reed. Like, I thought that was entertaining. It was a good way to include both of them and get him out of there. I like how with Dream, they just literally just shoved he, him out of the arena. They're just, you know, we're done with you. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need you right now. <laughs> like, that dude took a bump. Like, he fell all the way out. And I was just like, yikes. But Priest wins. I was fine with that. I was fine with Priest winning. They had a couple too many times of, like, he's so close, he's so close, and then it just kept switching. Like, yeah. there was a couple times I was like, all right, like, we're going a little long. Could you? Yeah. Could someone pick it, please? I, I don't like Damian Priest, and him winning I'm not yeah. a big fan of him, but out of everyone there, he's the one that makes the most sense right now. Yeah, maybe. I, I still, I would have I put it on Gargano. Uh, no, I know would, I God, know no. It. He does not need the belt. Uh, we're done. Neither does Damian Priest. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, so Damian Priest wins, and then he ends up getting in a hot tub with the two women from Raw Underground. Nice. <laughs> nice. That dude gets it. He's like, what up, Teddy Pop? What if he would have gotten in the hot tub and then Otis cashed in? Wouldn't it happen? Because Otis, I forgot he still has money in the bank. So whatever, <laughs> Otis, get out of here. Don't bring that in yet. Well, next is the uh, well, the heavily debated match between the two of us. Adam Cole versus Pat McAfee. Pat made fun of the business uh, a lot, I think. Uh, but he still gave it 100 in the match. I don't think he did. I don't I think, think he, he did. did. I think he made fun of it. How? I'd like to know how you think he made fun of the business. Because... His mic work was cocky. It made you hate him. 
you were supposed to hate him as no, a no, wrestling no, fan. No, his match he, was great. His match was fine. I think the pageantry of it. What Hollywood superstar would you like to, or like, who out of the ordinary would come in? All of them make fun of it. Freaking Snooky? Really? Really? No, okay. I, I, I'm not going to put Pat McAfee and Snooky on the same. He talked smack. He put on a great match. He did moves that, I'm sorry, he was better than Dominic. I'll, I'll say it. I'll be oh, that. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm not going to defend he Dominic not, He Mysterio. did not grow up <laughs> around the business. He goes in there and puts on a match against one of the top tier NXT stars, which I still like Adam Cole. But it was good. And you're an Adam Cole fan. And I hate to say it. He actually like put over the fact that I'm like, Adam Cole did a good job in this. No, and I think they both did a great job. I don't. I think he was great. And if I'm Vince, I'd sign him up. I'd give him a contract. I think they did really good storytelling with the whole uh, how Pat injures his feet on the steps. Uh, and still, like, it's a kick on Cole. Cole still not kicks out of it. Like, I didn't think they made it look like... Uh, I think the best way to see, I, I was worried that they would make like Pat almost look superhuman in some ways because he'd just kick out of everything. But I think they did a really good job balancing it. I, I was I was impressed by Pat. I, I'll give you that. Like I thought it was a good match, but I still think him as a character versus like Stephen Amell from from like Arrow. I think he came out and he was all about it, and you could tell he was fully about it. And I think, and it may be just the character or the attitude of Pat. But you just don't, don't like know. his cockiness. Uh, no, I that's mean, what that's it, it is. I just don't like it. Yeah, yeah, that's literally what it is. But if you watch, if you watch his podcast, if you watched him in the NFL, if you watched his stand up, the dude, that's him. That's no, his character. You. And I'm not a big. I was not like a huge fan, but and I said it on this podcast was going in with low expectations. I don't see how this could benefit each. But now I'm looking at him like Pat McAfee should be in the WWE and I'd be okay with it. <laughs> I would be 100% on board because he's a better talker than half the people in the uh, main roster. Almost 80% of the people in NXT. He put on a great match his first time ever. He did moves that you wouldn't believe. Like I, I, I was caught off guard. Oh, I was too, absolutely, because I was totally going in with this with low expectations, and I think they did really good. Even their timing was was pretty yeah. good. You didn't, it didn't seem like Cole was walking him along. Comparing this match to the Dominic Rollins match is like night and day, yeah. Which I think is surprising because I didn't think it was going to be that way. Next is the NXT Women's Championship match. Io Shirai defends her title against Dakota Kai. Uh, you know what? Great match. It was fine. No, no uh, screw ups. No timing issues. Yeah, they, they were, were amazing. Good. They were yeah, good I together. They were great. Again, I forgot that it was Tegan Knox, and I kept calling her Dakota Kai. <laughs> Dakota Kai, like, and I'm just like, oh. But Tegan's gotten better. But that's, I, th- she needs a new ring attire or something. Like, I'm sorry, she's almost still. Those two, I get mixed up. And Giant Gonzalez in her corner. I mean, I think the big thing with this match was trying to set up her versus Rhea Ripley. Which was cool. It's cool to see them stand off, but like they weren't even a part of this fucking match. <laughs> yeah, but the match was good. We'll move on to the next one, which is the main event. Keith Lee defends his NXT Championship against Karrion Cross. This was, I thought, a very physical match. Cross really focused on the left leg, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but anything that he was doing, Keith was just able to outpower. Um, I thought it was really good storytelling back and forth, but I, I wasn't happy with the finish. I don't think Keith should have lost it. Good job, Karrion, but I th- still think they could have had Karrion lose, and he still looks strong, even though it's his debut match. That was That's not a big deal. I always go back to Brock Lesnar's return match. He lost to Cena. It doesn't matter. Brock Lesnar's still a monster. It wasn't his debut match. It was his... He got pushed too quick. I think it was a lose-lose spot 
that they put those two in. You just put the belt on Keith Lee. So if he loses, that's where I was just like, wait, why did he lose so quick? Like, it was almost like he just got handed the belt for a little bit and then it's done. Like, I, I just don't get it. Then we find out the following night that he's going to Raw, which Who I think cares? is just salt on the wound. Like, yeah, one, don't spoil it. Let it happen. Like, surprise me with that. And two, you announcing it just makes me just like, oh, man, just more bad news for Keith Lee. And the problem is, is I like Cross, but I also like watching him in this match. I was just like, this is kind of sloppy. There was some sloppy parts. Oh, absolutely the was. finish, I was just like, wait, that's it? Yeah, I just super weird finish. And now we're hearing that he might have a sol- shoulder injury, so Keith Lee might have lost both of his belts for nothing. Right? Are we gonna do another vacant ladder match? And here it's month? just like, come on! Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I know what they were trying to do, but I just think they put those two in a bad position. I, unless you were just ready, you should have just had Keith Lee go to the top, the main roster without the belts. Right. Instead, just drop both of them. This at the looks same worse. Time. I think this looks both bad. Of them. Absolutely, because you could have totally put Karrion versus anyone else. Some in, people, in and, and that's the thing, is like when you go on Twitter and you're watching, like people are, some people are saying it might be a publicity stunt because right. of the timing of what happened. Like, it's just like, it doesn't look good. Keith Lee is better than this. He's a, he is a champion and he should have held that belt at least for like three months. I agree. I think they should have had him drop. If they were really focusing on putting him up on the main event, the one thing they should have done is had him drop both titles at the same time when he comes up to Raw, put him in a title match, and that's why he drops it. He doesn't even have to be a world title match that you could drop both those. And then because it's NXT 30, you should have taken like four or five of the best men who have wrestled in the in, since NXT's beginning and put them up to the title for a vacated title. I yeah. think it would have added more to the event. But yeah, and the other thing is, is I almost wonder if Karrion was just already injured and asked to just end the match right then and there, and that's why we got that quick finish. Well, did you see they like were talking in the corner? Yeah, There's... and I would almost, if that was the case, I would, if I was Keith, I would have taken the win myself. You know, like I wouldn't if he knows he's injured. I, I don't know. It was, pin. it was just an awkward finish. And the problem is, is like that sucks because Karrion Cross is super cool, and I see him being like a big time player down the road. Hopefully, I'm still the NXT. <laughs> they're probably getting buried, guy. But like, <laughs> he's good, and I just didn't. I thought it watered down like the aura of him because of just yeah. everything that transpired. Because I was, I was mad. I wanted Keith Lee to hold the belt for a long time, or exactly. just put him. He should have been at the main roster after Survivor Series because no one was hotter than Keith Lee. What if, uh, what if Otis would have cashed in, Pete? Shut up. No, seriously. Like, what if he would have became NXT champion right now? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Well, let's get right into SummerSlam. SummerSlam kicks off with, we find out that this is Renee Young's last WWE event. Uh, Renee Young, you will be missed. Yeah, I really like her, but, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, it makes yeah. sense she's leaving. It, it makes sense. Yeah. Conflict um, of interest. So, good for you, Renee. Even though you probably don't listen to us, but if so... <laughs> we'll miss you hey yeah we'll miss you uh welcome on the show anytime renee yeah uh well we'll get into the first match which was on the pre-show it was the uh united states championship match the champion apollo cruz versus mvp you know what this is a pretty good match i liked it it was pretty good as far as pre-show standards yeah, i guess <laughs> it was fine like pre-show matches are just fine like they're right. never groundbreaking i think the other biggest part was probably against you know the thunderdome Oh, yeah. The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. So, 
Uh, Apollo Crews wins. Neat. Then I actually like sat and stared at the Thunderdome. Oh my, oh my God. So basically they took the idea of the NBA and I think, I don't know if they made it better because the lighting is kind of in the back of the ring. So it kind of looks weird because, you know, when you got the crowd, there's like the lights are dim behind the ring, you know, so it's not as bright and they got these blue lights. It just kind of is the lighting's throwing me off a little bit. I'm refreshed by the Thunderdome. I I do like it more. I do like it more. I thought the 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 and it might just be because you're just might be used to the how the dark arena used yeah. to be because you notice like NXT is darker than how a normal NXT match is yeah. or event is. But yeah, like having the lights, having the fake cheers in the background, the screens are not distracting at all. No, I I generally this gets me pumped to watch wrestling again. I'm after we finish uh, recording here, I'm probably gonna go watch Raw. Because I generally am back into watching wrestling. Because I, I couldn't do it with the old production. Yeah. So, Thunderdome is an improvement. It just needs to fine-tune a couple things. That's what exactly. I'm saying. Like, And also, like, you know, the best part about the Thunderdome is all the lights. And you know what the lights do? Oh, my God. They glow. They glow. You know what? I would love to see. Feel. The Bring it to the floor. But let's be real, there's only four women on the roster, so these uh, will that, never That's see all it. we get. Speaking of women, let's get right into the first match. It's the SmackDown women's match for it's Bailey defends her title against Asuka. A quick match with uh Bailey just winning the roll up. What a mess, dude. Couple spots were neat, like the DDT and the outside. DDT was cool. There was a couple cool moves that I was like, oh. But then you just saw it coming. You saw what was happening. You knew it was going to happen. And it just, like, took all the excitement out. And I don't know why, but, like, when I watch an NXT event or even AEW, like, I don't see things coming. Like, Brody Lee, I could see winning. I didn't see him winning like that. And that, those are, the, that's neat. And that's why I get hyped. Exactly. When Asuka loses to Bailey with Sasha Banks on the outside, I'm just like, okay, we know... Down the road, it's going to be Sasha v. Bailey. All right? There's going to be a belt. And it's not right. going to be Sasha. She's going to have to win the belt because she's going to become the face. And Bailey's just going to keep being the heel. Because it, it, right now, it makes the most sense. Oh, absolutely. That's that's why Bailey is getting the TV time with Sasha being in the background and not getting as much mic work. Because we know the other shoe is going to drop soon. And it's going to be the Bailey show. Or the, uh, the Sasha show. Exactly. So, with that being said, it's just kind of like... I saw this coming. I knew Bailey was going to win, so like I wasn't too invested into this match. It's a bummer because I really like Asuka. Dude, what if Otis would have cashed in? Shut up with this. <laughs> <laughs> Next is the Raw Tag Team Championship match. The Street Profits put their titles against Andrade and Angel Garza, uh, and KO was on commentary, but no Bianca Belair, which I thought was weird. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Like, this 50-50 booking with Bianca Belair. Like, I just don't... Here like, she is, is she in it now she's, not, she's not, here. not Now she's in it, now she's not. Now, granted, tonight on Monday Night Raw, because I do have it on, folks, they're doing a, a woman's lumberjack match, and I think Bianca Belair is going to be a part of it. So we'll see if maybe something oh, comes about. Wow, that. she might be She might stand on the outside, so go Bianca! 
Yeah, so uh, Street Profits, they end up retaining Montez Ford's uh, Frog Splash, dude. It's so good. It's so good. He might have one of the better Frog Splashes out there right yeah. now. And which is surprising how tall he is. Yeah, he, it's so good. I dig it. Like, Montez Ford is a lot of fun to watch. The match is good. Nothing big. Nothing crazy. Right. Um, Selena Vega gets involved. You knew that was going to come. Happens. You know, and you're seeing this anger between Andrade and Angel, and I'm just like, why? Why? These guys would be fine. Just have them work together. Exactly. This would be such a good team and such a good stable. Just leave them. WWE's like, nope, we need drama. We need a singles run. We need both of them to have a singles run, but only one of them can have it. More singles. So next is a no DQ match. Sonya Deville versus Mandy Rose. Loser leaves WWE. This was supposed to be a hair match. Uh, I did read reports today that saying that uh, uh, Devell's lawyer had stepped in and said, you know, she's doing this whole court thing with this stalker thing. It doesn't look good if she shows up one day with hair and the next day without hair. So apparently she was going to be the one to take the fall and, and shave her head, which I kind of assume so anyways. But she loses. She's leaving the WWE. I assume this is just because they're going to let her have time off yeah. uh, because of this whole court thing and she'll be back. It's kind of really hard to rate this match because y'all, we know what's going on, so it's like kind of right. hard for us to be like, y'all, like Mandy Rose can't set a table up, you know, like. <laughs> it, it was a no DQ match, but it was all in the ring, and you know my thing. I hate no DQ matches when they're just doing regular moves, and I was just like, there's something off with this. Something doesn't seem right. All the reports came out, and I was just like, you know, Sonya, go do, go. Go fix this. Like, I kind of feel bad that you had to still wrestle after almost being kidnapped. I, I liked it. I, they, I thought they did use, like, a, quite a few different uh, weapons. They used, like, the chair. Uh, Mandy did jump off the table at one point. But next, man, whew, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio in a street fight match. I'm sorry. I And if I, I'll take the hate mail. I thought this was bad. This like, was real I, bad, dude. Dominic, dude. Why are you wearing a hood? He kept flopping yeah. his hood back. And I'm like, oh, he's actually going to wear that throughout the whole match. I don't get it. Now, granted, the pressure on his shoulders to perform with Rey Mysterio as your father, and this is your first match going against one of the top guys, like, that's a lot to put on that kid. Yeah, but also, like, he's being he's raised by Rey Mysterio. Like, I thought he'd have a little bit more training than this, unless he just decided, like, six months ago, hey, Dad, I think I want to be a wrestler. You know, to make it like a big old, I don't know, family thing, the mom was there, which I was like, why? It almost looked like it was their first day of school. Like, yeah. my Facebook is just filled with kids' first day of school pictures. And also, Dominic is telling Ray, like, hey, man, I'll do it myself. Nah, if I was my kid, yeah. I, I'd kill you, Seth. Like, you know, like, I, I, we're coming, we're going to be throwing fists, and, <laughs> and Ray, Dom's like, don't! And then I'm like, oh, yeah, wrestling's fake. I, I don't get the timing of this match. I don't get why this is still going on. And it was just announced tonight that we're going to get Rey Mysterio and Dom versus Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins. And I'm just like, why is this still going on? Can we put these guys in something new? And if you yeah, really the performance want, center, put Dom over some other way. I'm sorry. I just picture the kid that Eddie Guerrero was trying to claim. <laughs> right? Well, I was kind of like hopeful. I was like, maybe this is like the big moment. We'll see this really cool. Like he'll just come out of nowhere with this, all these elaborate moves, but not the case. The other thing was confusing was they first advertised that Ray's going to be ringside. Uh, then Dominic tells him, I don't want you ringside. Then they do the graph, the promo before it, which says he's going to be ringside. And then he ends up coming out being ringside. None of it made, it was back and forth the whole time. The handcuffing Rey Mysterio so he could watch the pinfall. Oof. 
<laughs> and then I do have to say, I'm not a big kendo stick fan, but these guys actually were like laying it into each other. Oh, like usually the kendo sticks are such like light taps, but these ones I was like, they're going back with welt. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dominic does not win this. Rollins just destroys them. I don't know how they're going to come back with this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're going to do with Dominic. Like, I, I just don't see what this is doing. He's probably the leader of Retribution. <laughs> right? That was the thing I was waiting for. Because Retribution didn't even show up at all at Dude, the end. Dude, it was they past their every best time. Show. It was past their, <laughs> they can't do it. I think they signed up for the uh, streaming so they could watch it, uh, and they could, they didn't get the, the invite. Oh. Next is the Raw Women's Championship match. Sasha Banks defends her title against Asuka. Uh, Sasha taps. Asuka is now Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. So, but like it, like we said in the first match, you kind of saw that coming. You knew it was going to happen, and you see the fallout starting to form even more. But also, chalk it up to another. Sasha Banks had the belt and didn't get one defense in. How many times is this woman going to get that title belt? And then WWE be like, well, you're losing it next week. And it's like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? The only problem is, is this is the like time she lost her championship that makes sense. You know, but they did it so many times before that I'm just like, weird. Super weird. What if Otis would have cashed in, bud? Shut up. <laughs> Next is the uh, WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre puts his title on the line against Randy Orton. Um, I didn't mind this match, but I hated the finish. No, the match is good. Another roll-up. Another roll-up. And that's the tone that WWE set. Like, Bailey with the, the, the surprise roll-up. And I'm just like, we are so over surprise roll-ups, WWE. Can, can you just let a finish work? Right. It, I get it because they're trying to do like, you know, Orton still looks strong because he just got caught quick. But again, we're so overseeing something that when they want to do it, when it makes sense, we're just like, ugh. Exactly. Because a roll-up means it, there's more to the story that we don't want to see. Yeah. You know? There's gonna, are we going to get another Drew versus Orton match? But the match was good. Like, it was yeah. hard-hitting. There were some big moves, like, uh, you know, the Tree of Woe grabbing the head and chucking oh, him over. Was like, I was like, that's awesome. Right. Like, yeah, like I told you, like, once you see something for so many times, when you actually want it to work, people are, like, over it. And that's poor writing. Yeah, I agree. You should have just given it to Otis. Shut up <laughs> final match of the night the universal championship match braun Strowman finally defends his title against the fiend bray wyatt uh again no alexa bliss i really feel like a lot of these matches are missing half of their element they're no missing retribution yeah, right? no bianca belair no alexa bliss like these are big hot topics and they don't even use them they don't put and they put them into the story to build up to these matches and they're like you sit out like, what? <laughs> Wait, I thought I was a part of this. Nope, nope, nope. You're out. Uh, match is good. Like, it, I mean, it was hard hitting. Uh, the Fiends, I still think it's cool. Um, even though he's kind of been watered down a little bit. Um, I thought Braun Strowman was going to stab him. Like, he pulls out a box cutter. <laughs> right I'm like, knife? he's straight up going to kill about? him. Yeah, like, he pulls out a box cutter, and then he does Sister Abigail on it twice, which I dug, because then it shows, like, he actually really meant to end him. And then... Dun, dun, dun! Bum! Bum, ba-da-dum! No, that's Brock, dude! Oh, yeah! No! No, wait it! Been too long. Dun! 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 Which, uh, so... SummerSlam's tagline was, you'll never see it coming. And I think they should change it to, we should have seen it coming. 
Yeah, after we after they said it a hundred times in the first match. Yeah, I'm sure something's gonna happen in the main event, and here comes Roman Reigns, which good as he's weird as that heel. is. Like, I don't think he's heel. A lot. Some people think he is. I mean, he might go heel on his dentist because oh his my teeth. God. Those teeth, dude. They look super fake. I had to I had to turn lights on because I was getting a glare in my house. I thought it was a mouthpiece. <laughs> but honestly. WWE needs him back right now. Like, they need that other guy. Well, it was obvious that the Superdome was made because they were tired of holding back on Roman Reigns. The Thunderdome. What did I say? Superdome. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's you just Hulk Hogan it. Is the Thunderdome. The we're Silverdome. the Silverdome. No, we aren't. <laughs> Anyways, it's good that he's back. He's a good He's a good tool for WWE right now. They do need him. He's a star. But that also goes to WWE just being like, well, we don't have Roman. We don't know how to make other exactly. stars. Like, we're, we're back on track for it to be the Roman show. Yep. I don't think this is a heel. I just see them just revamping him as more of a quote-unquote badass character. Uh, kind of maybe using some of the stuff that they did for Dean and that Dean the, Ambrose and that, revamping him into Roman Reigns. Exactly. And this is what works with Roman Reigns. Talk short, kick ass. Yep. Which of these three events? You got to grade them in order, Pete. From from best to worst, what do you think? I, I'm still gonna go AEW and WWE. I'm sorry, I'm I'm a huge Brody Lee fan. Like I love it, and that right there alone was enough to really make it better. Plus the Mimosa match, I think is gonna be great. It's um, gonna be great. I I liked FTR versus Private Party. I like Kenny Omega turning heel. Like I'm sorry, there was more elements in AEW that surprised me, and I liked it. AEW sure. okay. for me won. I'm going to go with uh, NXT as one. I think they did really good. Um, and then it's a hard one for me between both WWE and AEW. Like, AEW, I feel like, just should have done more because it was going to be an event. And I get what you mean with the main event. But everything else, like, there was there was nobody's in the, in the tournament uh, other than Brandy Rose. Uh, everything else was just there was more promos and there were matches in the night. And with WWE, everything was no no DQ or no holds barred or uh, no you know false count everywhere. Everything no felt like good a hardcore ending match. is what you no, and there was say. no good ending. So like, I kind of want to just say NXT is the winner, and WWE can, and AEW can continue to fight over this week. But you also care. need to remember with AEW, it was just a regular dynamite that was and supposed that's to my be criticism, on Wednesday. Is they should have made it bigger because it was Saturday. And they moved it to Saturday because of the NBA playoffs. So remember that aspect. Just remember that. Which means you're having a hard time deciding for a regular wrestling TV show and a pay-per-view that we're supposed to be all hyped for. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see what you mean. But that's the thing that... I think that's my biggest criticism with Dynamite is that they knew this was going to be on Saturday night. They should have done something more to make... Because I watched AEW last. I watched NXT first. Well, Pete, who is your dud of the week? Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of duds. Um, I... I don't know. God. Otis? Otis? <laughs> he wasn't even on here. I thought you were going to be He was on to celebrate Mandy. Runs out with his money in the bank. One. Forgot he still had it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I feel like Otis is a dud, and I feel like him having the money in the bank is completely pointless, and it's not doing anything for money in the bank, and no one feels threatened, and no one's really worried. And, and when you people say, like, oh, he's just waiting in the walls, like, no, he isn't. Like, they don't have a plan for Otis. They just were like, Otis is going to win. Sorry. 
No, Otis is the dead. I'm going to go with uh, Dominic Mysterio. I thought he was probably Ooh. the biggest duck. Yeah. Well, it's tough. I almost went with Keith Lee because last event he walked out with two belts, and then this event he walks out with none. I think you're putting a lot on Dominic. Like, I understand. Like, I wanted to call the dud, but you went full heel today. Like, I you're did. the heel. I did. Yep. I just thought, like, if you're going to be in that kind of a match and you got Rey Mysterio as your father, <laughs> you might be able to outperform Pat McAfee. Stud of the week? Pat Mac. Oh, man, he's doing it. I'm doing it. Like, I'm sorry. Low expectations. Had no idea if he had any wrestling, like, any of a wrestling background. And he surprised me. Like, he was really good. good like, yeah, all right. Yeah, he would be the stud. I don't see anyone else who shined more or had more of a wow factor than Pat Mack and Adam Cole's match out of the whole week. I'm going to go with Renee Young. Good for you, Renee. I, th- I think uh, you did really good in the business and you're really going to be missed. So give it to you. Well, hey, man, that is the Full Nelson Press episode 87. It is a wrap. If you enjoyed our witty banter on sports entertainment, follow the uh, Full Nelson Press on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Hey, we just hit 5,000 followers Woo-hoo! on our Facebook page. Yeah, so come find us. We're on everything. Just search the Full Nelson Press on whatever social media you're on, and you'll find us, I guarantee. Or, yeah, we're also on Spotify and iTunes, so if you don't want to watch just the video portion, we're there too. Uh, what are you been playing, Pete? Uh, we've been playing Grounded, and... Yeah. Uh... I've been playing Road Company still, so I, we downloaded Battletoads, so we're going to give that a try, and right. I am actually downloading Destiny, because it's free. Goose game. Oh, we got to get that going. Yeah, yeah, so they, where can they find you, Pete? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Mr. Pete 84 um, that's usually where I'm at, I've been posting videos, now granted, I haven't had any cool videos to record, so I need to get better, but there's some out there right now. Well, go watch his uncool videos. Yeah, uh, go, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, bet.